O God, whose image we bear and whose name we carry, yours is the world and all that it contains. Recall us to our true allegiance so that above the powers and rulers of this world, you alone may claim our fullest loyalty and love. We make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. God caused Cyrus, the Persian king, to take care of the Israelites. Through God's care for his people, they know that there is only one Lord. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord to his appointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have grasped to subdue nations before him and strip kings of their robes to open doors before him and the gates shall not be closed. For the sake of my servant Jacob and Israel, my chosen, I call you by your name. I surname you, though you do not know me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Besides me, there is no God. I arm you, though you do not know me so that all may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is no one besides me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Paul writes to the Christians at Thessalonica, encouraging them to prove their faith through works of love. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. From Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians. In God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. (coughs) (coughs) Grace to you and peace. We always give thanks to God for all of you and mention you in our prayers constantly remembering before our God the Father your work of faith and your labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters, beloved by God, that he has chosen you because our message of the gospel came to you not in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. The Pharisees went and plotted to entrap Jesus in what he had said. So they sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, We know that you are sincere, and teach the way of God in accordance with the truth, and show deference to no one, for you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us, then, what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? 
But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used to pay the tax. And so they brought him a denarius. Then he said to them, Whose head is this, and whose title? They answered, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Give therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The plot hatched by the Herodians and the Pharisees, I think, is a sign of their desperation. You see, the Herodians and the Pharisees were on opposite ends of the political spectrum in Jerusalem in Jesus' day. The Pharisees would do nothing. If they could get away with it, they would have nothing at all to do with Rome, the authority of Rome. the Herodians, who get their name from the Jewish king who was the vassal of the Roman emperor, he was at the other end. The Herodian would be someone who knew that you had to cooperate with the emperor, with the empire, if you were to survive. To have the coin of the emperor, the the denarius, which had a picture of Caesar on it, the Pharisees would consider that idolatry. Caesar calls himself God's son. And if you've got his likeness in your pocket, You're giving in to worshiping this false god. Yeshua, who was a really cool dude, and I, I, I really love him, he doesn't panic when these guys think they have him trapped. having them bring out the coin which pays the temple tax, having them bring out of their own pockets this image of Caesar who called himself God's son, that showed that they were complicit in the idolatry. If you've got his coin in your pocket, You are worshiping the false god. Isn't it interesting that in this story, how Jesus evades the trap they try to set him, this trap was about taxes. Could Jesus be doing God-sanctioned tax evasion? Oh, come on, you're evading, never mind. 
the story of the confrontation between the Pharisees and the Herodians and Jesus easily shifts our focus to the upcoming election. For whom should we cast our vote? In light of this gospel, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, to God what is God's. How should we vote? I keep thinking through the week, I kept thinking about when we baptize somebody, you know we make the sign of the cross on their forehead. We're branding them. We're saying they belong to God. We belong to God. What belongs to Caesar? What belongs to God? Recognizing that we belong to God, the question about for whom we should vote becomes kind of clear. Uh, It's kind of disingenuous for a candidate to say they're pro-life when what they really mean is that they're anti-abortion. Being pro-life is a lot wider and deeper than being anti-abortion. A candidate who claims to be pro-life Where do they stand on the death penalty? Where do they stand on the kind of society we have in which there are so many people who are impoverished, who are struggling just to make a living, just to live? Where does the candidate stand on situations in which police, when they arrest someone, abuse those people simply because of the color of their skin. Where is pro-life when we see people abused and beaten simply because they're black? whether they're brown, whether they're Muslim. Where is pro-life? Dr. Martin Luther King once said that cowardice asks the question, is it safe? Expedience asks the question, is it political? There comes a time when we must ask the question and make our decisions Is it right when our conscience tells us it's the right thing we do? We belong to God. We belong to God. The preamble to the Constitution of the United States, did you have to memorize that when you were kids? We We used to say the preamble every afternoon, the preamble says, we, the people of the United States, 
in order to form a more perfect union to establish justice, to ensure domestic tranquility, to provide for the common defense, to promote the general welfare, and to secure the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our posterity. as we make our decision to vote, for whom to vote, we recall these treasured words from the Constitution, which candidate better meets those qualifications. In the words of the preamble, the justice of God is laid out succinctly the anointing with oil. We belong to God. Give to God what is God's. Give to Caesar what's left. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.